0: Y'all, welcome back to the Brave School podcast. My name is Dajay. I'm the resident story doula of Brave School and the host of this podcast for today. And I'm so thrilled to welcome Erin Telford to the Brave School podcast and into the Brave School community. We're so thankful for her voice and for her sweet, potent Message her encouragement. We hop right into this podcast with Aaron, literally laying it down on us. If you wear a wig, prepare for it to be snatched. If you know, if you have eyebrows, prepare. Just prepare. <laughs> I, I was so floored and so deeply moved by our conversation on alchemizing. Our collective tension about how powerful we each are, how sovereign we are, and how we get to guard our softness in this age, especially in 2020. A little bit more about Aaron. Aaron is a breathwork facilitator and healer, former acupuncturist, Reiki master, herbalist, and teacher of David Elliott's level one breathwork healer training. Her work guides people to look within, open their hearts, and heal their relationship with themselves. Her group sessions, trainings, and retreats empower her clients to connect to their innate wisdom so that they can find the answers they are looking for. Erin believes that we all hold core wounds and limiting beliefs that subconsciously run our lives when we somatically release them from the emotional body and the nervous system, there is freedom on the other side. Our emotions are messengers with information that let us know where to direct our healing and compassion. By destigmatizing emotions in the human experience, we can take shame off the table and start to really deal with what's under the depression, anxiety, and the patterns that keep us contracted. Erin has created breathwork experiences for Free People, the Soul Cycle, and Soul Legends Retreat in Goop Health NYC and at Wanderlust Festival. Her work has been featured in places like Forbes, Shape Magazine, Vogue, Nylon, and New York Magazine. She currently resides in Topanga Canyon and is writing her first book. Welcome Erin Telford to the Brave School Podcast. I hope you enjoy Welcome to the Brave School podcast. We explore the intersection between entrepreneurship, mysticism, and creative courage through human-centered curiosity and storytelling. This podcast is narrative medicine for the wild-hearted artist and entrepreneur who longs to show all the way up to their creative process. We hope you enjoy.
1: It's so funny. I feel like I'm in such a a process of becoming, I had to like look at my professional bio the other day and I'm like, is this even me anymore? Like, who am I? So I am, I'm a human being who's in an ever evolving space. I am primarily a breathwork facilitator. I feel like that label is very small for the extent of what I do, but I haven't really figured out exactly how to Verbalize it, but I'll try. So, I have been doing full time healing work for a little bit over a decade. And my primary, one of my primary kind of ways of being with healing work is that I want to destigmatize emotions and really normalize all states of being and rhythms of being and ways of being in this world. I want to guide people back to themselves always. I want to reject the idea of the guru, or the pedestal, and help people to kind of correct the imbalance of externalizing their power and authority to systems and people that don't actually have their highest good, their highest health, or their highest evolution in mind, and to redirect it back to the person's spirit and their heart and help them remember that they do actually have the answers inside. We need people to support us, we need guidance, but if we aren't able to check in with that core first, that's the first place that we wanna be able to look, to know ourselves deeply and understand our needs, to understand our own value systems, and to understand how we wanna move in the world.
0: Mm, That's really beautiful. I've been sitting here taking notes already as you've been talking. (laughs) So good. Can you share a little bit more with us about what breath work is to you and then
1: maybe some of the other modalities that you use to supplement that work that you do? Yeah. So I began as an acupuncturist and and a Chinese herbalist long ago. And I did, and this will be like a little bit of a segue, but what I found, yeah, I'm going to indirectly answer this. So what I found with acupuncture is that, you know, there's so many different uses for acupuncture, but I found myself being drawn to mental, emotional health and trauma more than anything. I didn't really wanna work on someone's elbow or their knee. I wanted to work on their depths and their internal spaces. And so when I discovered breath work for myself, it was one of the biggest, it was kind of like the lock and key that I'd been looking for my entire life and my entire experience of wanting to self-investigate and heal and figure out how to be in my body and how to be in my brain and how to be in my heart in a different way. And so with the introduction of breathwork into my practice, I also um, saw and I I saw the beauty of receiving healing and having somebody do something to you that was elegant and nuanced and wonderful and emerging, you know, refreshed and, and napped and ready for the world. But then I saw how interesting and how powerful it was when the person actually did the work to get there themselves And had a new experience of being in their body and had the experience of going, oh, wow, I just generated that energy in my body. I connected with source. I connected with my essence. I connected with spirit. I connected with universal life force energy. I moved that repressed, suppressed, constrained, constricted energy in my own body. I did that. I did that and I can do that. I have that power. I have that aliveness and vitality and strength in myself that I don't actually need to have someone tinker with me or do something to me. I am just as magical as this person who is holding out their energetic arms for my healing to happen. So breathwork is, again, it's the name, it's the modality that I'm using to allow people to find themselves and to remember themselves. So I don't really bring in any other modalities other than, you know, the space holder is important. And for me, it is such a a deep art and such a trust practice to hold space for people to do what they need to do and receive what they need to receive and feel what they need to feel. So the other modality, I guess I bring into it as just my life experience and all the ways that I've alchemized a lot of pain and a lot of trauma and a lot of grief and fear and anxiety and depression and heartache and rejection and betrayal and abandonment. And I have allowed myself to move through and really deeply be with all of those things that allows me to emerge into a space of Being able to say to whoever's in front of me, I'm not afraid of you. There isn't anything that you hold in your body or your heart that is scary to me, that will shock me, Mm. uh, move me into pity, move me into a state of false empathy. I'm here for you. And there isn't anything that's going to make me back off or or turn away from what you hold. Mm. Wow. That is so powerful. (laughs) That is
0: so powerful. Words that intrigued me. False empathy. I'm not afraid of you. Like this idea that the healed becomes the healer. And there's a cyclical like relationship. Where, for some reason, in our culture, we have put healers on a pedestal and said you have to behave this way because you mm-hmm. do these things and you create these outcomes. So you got to be perfect and you yeah. got to be like the one that you have the shining light on a hill and you can you can't do uh, you can't be a person you can't do anything yeah. wrong. And it's like, well, how did you think I got here? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> like, <laughs> How do you think I ended
1: up here with all of these tools? Come on, like. (laughs) Come on. I know anyone who does any of this work, it's no one was like skipping through a meadow with flowers in their hair and thought it'd be a cool (laughs) idea to do this job. We all got dragged through the mud, you know? Yeah. Kicking and screaming and bloody, like that's how we ended up here, just. I mean, your beautiful post that you put up the other day, I can't remember the exact words, but I was like, that's it. The blood, the sweat, the tears mm-hmm. turning into honey and softness. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's where I want to be.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I love, cause it speaks to your, the way that you show up, which is, and I love this word alchemize, like alchemizing the things that come through instead of judging it, instead of hiding away from it, instead of I think there's this thing, this funny thing that happens when we talk about, you know, there's spiritual terms that people use, yeah. <laughs> like inner child and shadow. It's like this ominous, like other side of us that is yeah. like hidden. But mm-hmm. the way that you talk about bringing a balanced eye to the whole self, it's like, oh, I'm unafraid of these parts of. Yeah. Who we are as humanity how did you get there like how did you get to that fearless fierce?
1: <laughs> this is all of me perspective you know i think it was just a process of you know there's so much self-rejection we go through or i went through so much of my life where i thought something was wrong with me i thought that i was so different and so alone and, and such a mess, you know? I just thought of myself as this total disaster. I was just walking around like this raw open wound all the time. And it was so hard, you know, I felt so, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. This is great. I'm very sleep deprived. Um, I think this this full moon is like ratcheting up anyway. So when I'm more tired, I'm more vulnerable, but yeah, I, I just, I felt like a raw open wound all the time. And so my, like my quest for my whole life has really been about like loving myself through all of this and and overriding and overcoming the very mean, critical voice that lives in my body. So it was just, (laughs) it was a process of self-love basically, you know, like how can I, how can I, you know, how can I stop rejecting myself? If this is something that I don't want to experience or receive through other people, can I give it to myself first? And, you know, there's so much conditioning around again outsourcing power and authority to other people that are supposed to know us better than ourselves Mm -hmm. and needing experts or needing to pay people to tell us what's going on Mm -hmm. within ourselves and there's kind of like a oh don't do that without a professional that's dangerous and for some people it is i'll just say that you know for some people for most people we all need support we all need that tether Mm -hmm. we need a tether to reality. We need, yeah, we need a space. We need a sacred space. We need, when we start to get a little like, Whoa, I'm, you know, I'm getting a little out there. I'm getting a little, like, this is not feeling safe for me to do this. We need someone that we can call check in with, whether it's a dear friend, whether it's a, you know, a therapist or a coach or a healer or a, you know, a loved one of any kind, but I don't want to be afraid of myself.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And for me to embrace all of me and say, whatever's in here, like the rage Mm -hmm. and the grief and the, and all the things that are hard to feel and the fear and the anxiety, like it's just me. Mm -hmm. There's not, there's nothing within me. That's not me. So if I continue to reject parts of myself, I'm going to, I'm never going to feel whole. Yeah. And I want to feel whole and I do feel whole and I do gaze on myself with love. And some days it's harder than others, but for the most part, and I mean, it took me a long ass time. I'm in my forties. Now I'm a late bloomer as far as it comes to actually embracing myself fully. But I, you know, it's a wild thing to love yourself. It is
0: so much of what brave school is and has become has is about what does it look like to own the way that we're wired, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To own like all the nuances and textures of the personality that we bring into the creative process. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's so much like it's and it's so funny because so many people in brave school are healers and like acupuncturists, body workers, breath work, Reiki, yoga instructors, we have lots of herbalists in our community. And I think it's just so beautiful that we are all connecting to this message of like, what does it look like to own me? (laughs) Yes. What does it look like to own my own voice and connect that to the work that I do in the world, right? Having to work with this language, just like the raw English language that has been overturned by capitalism in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways, like how do I work with the raw material of who I am and my process, my creative process, my juice in this world that it seems like everywhere you go, especially on social media, you're being told and you're being taught that it is wrong to be you. And it is wrong to be anything but to the scrubbed up version of you in every space that you walk in. And if you're not the scrubbed up version of you in every space that you walk in, then you are uninvited and you are unprofessional and you're every kind of name that we can give you to make you feel small and unworthy of being known and seen. And, and the harsh part of that is that it doesn't really feel like anybody means to do that. It's like <laughs> it's like ingrained in our culture. It's like, oh well, I guess because you're not perfect, I can't, oh my God, I can't accept you.
1: Uh-huh. I can't fully receive you. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because you and I both posted, you know, like F the algorithm in our own way. And like I think we're at such a precipice with that because I'm super bored by Scrubbed Up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't find it interesting whatsoever. It's almost to me, it's like, oh, it's just so manicured and so manufactured and all we have to do, you know, well, I mean, the road, the steps to get there are numerous, but just taking a stand and, and purely rejecting that idea Mm-hmm. you receive more. You're more of a magnet. People can feel you.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you put all these filters and if you mm-hmm. put all these like, you know, alterations and contours and highlights and whatever on your being, people mm-hmm. can't feel you. Yes. Literally. And we want to feel people right now, like with all of the illusions and delusions and mm-hmm. uncertainty to be able to feel like the blood and guts of someone's essence, like that mm-hmm. is the most attractive thing. Yeah. And then we just have to, we just have to like open our mouth and then shut it and sit on our hands and not try to backtrack or backpedal Ooh. our way out of our truth. Yeah. Editing truth. And that feels like the biggest, one of the biggest ways to re- reject that particular you know, the patriarchy and capitalism to me is to just be like, I'm not living by your rules, you know? Yeah, literally. I'm not living by
0: those rules when they show up as, you know, like freedom. They look like freedoms, they, but they smell like capitalism and they smell yeah. like bondage. I'm yes. not here for it. No. Um, I, I get... I stand in the in-between and the gap sometimes with movement work sometimes and like mm-hmm. very deeply surrounded by beautiful movement workers and activists and who are people who are using their voices and I love it. And I also am feeling into this tension of, so when does the movement become the new paradigm? Where's the line? Like. Mm-hmm. How are we treating and honoring people? So I have, a, I, get, I have a lot of internal questions about like how we show up and why is it okay to police the way that other people are showing up and navigating through their process?
1: Mm-hmm. Why
0: is it appropriate to slip into people's DMs and tell them you're not doing this practice right? Right. And you don't even know, you have no relationship with that person. Right? Right. And they have zero responsibility to you. Right.
1: What? Right. I'm really curious. I'm so curious about that. I'm also very curious about that. (laughs) And, you know, I think the, we have so far to go. But we can also practice right now. You know, I'm a firm believer in living our values and living into that energy that we want to experience mm-hmm. and create in the after. I think one of the most disturbing or I don't know, disturbing is a strong word, but what, what I see as like a barrier to mm-hmm. actually moving beyond where we are right now is the continuing to other people. Yes. And it just feels like, and I think, you know, Miriam Hasna said it best, and I don't have a quote from her particularly, but it was like the the idea of like recycled oppressor energy in a new form. Yes, that part. So (laughs) that's what I see. And so when I see people telling me I'm doing it wrong or like, you know, 20 different women with private profiles that are wanting to co-opt and use my voice for their own agenda that they're not brave enough to say on their own private profile. Just that I I don't want to other anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to acknowledge everybody for who they are and I want to acknowledge, you know, privilege and social position and All that I'm all that I'm holding in this position that I'm in this white body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the othering that can whether it's like Republicans or mm-hmm. I don't know, someone was like in my comments talking about Midwestern pig farmers. I'm like, you're trash talking farmers? Why? Right. What is that? What is that about? What why is that? Why is that particular? I mean, you know, it's so we've been doing it for so long, trash talking these, the other. But it's not progress. It's not progress, and like we're not going to be able to evolve until we're able to be in Mm -hmm. compassionate, grounded experience with people that we disagree with, and to make space and to you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm responding to comments from people that can't see me, don't want to,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and don't like me, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, how can I? live my values right now Mm -hmm. because there's the one part of me that wants to you know yeah bring the heat and then there's the other part of me that's like that's not what I'm about like Mm -hmm. I, I need to practice what I'm preaching right now and just be respectful and neutral and appreciate their point of view yeah
0: I love that I I'm having I am having like an interesting conversation inside of myself around, like, is it okay for me to... (laughs) Of course it's okay for me to be myself on social media, always, like for sure 1,010%. But I also get this pressure or intensity or like misunderstanding from people who don't understand why I choose my tone. Mm-hmm. why i fight for my softness and from mm-hmm. like i and i don't even you know i don't even fight for it i just hold it yeah hold it. i hold my softness because it's yeah. mine i already fought for this i'm not going to yeah. continue fighting strangers on the internet
1: Mm-mm.
0: to to be who i am I'm, i like m- my activism doesn't exist on instagram mm-hmm. Right, my work doesn't exist on Instagram. Instagram is like five percent of it, and like i don't it's not even five percent it's like two percent like it's
1: yeah, it's like was...
0: so very little you know same and it's very interesting how we have created these this paradigm almost where we log on to this app every day and we like see everybody's buzzing around doing their thing and, and mm-hmm. showing up in their way and doing their thing. And we're like judging their whole character in life based off of what they do or don't post. Right. What? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hands on desk, wait a minute. I know, I know.
1: What? It's like, <laughs> it's not even reality based. I mean, it's just God. so silly. I, I mean, I would say the same that my, yeah, my world, this is about, I mean, I, I just really, this is unfortunate, but I think it's just true for me is that there aren't, and, and I would like this to be different, but there, in a, particularly right here, right now, where we are, no public spaces where it's safe for me to be myself. There just aren't. And, and that makes me sad. It makes me sad that there isn't enough availability for nuance and complexity that I'm not going to get shot at if I say how I feel. Yeah. And so I share some, you know, I share some, and then I take the hits and then I share a little bit more. And I know so many people that are not sharing all of what they think because of the volatility of right now and the lack of space for respectful Mm kind-ish conversation Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate because this there's nothing but nuance and complexity right now there are no right answers and for anyone to stand on this is how it is yeah it's just like we don't need any more dogma and yeah. and whenever someone says this is it this is right this is wrong i'm like that just to me that shows a limit to your consciousness yeah. like you need to get your mind blown a little bit more yeah to be able to see something else because yeah we're in it like this to me still feels like the beginning okay. of this mm-hmm. we're we're just getting started hopefully in a way hopefully yeah, yeah.
0: Can we speak to more of that power and magic of getting your mind blown? <laughs> 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 Stretching consciousness, liminal space—like that's what yeah. we're in. Like, yeah, we never thought. Literally a year ago, we would have never thought. Now everybody's conscious, like breaking apart at the seams. Yeah, everybody's waking up, quote unquote, right now. Yeah, everybody's finding the, their spiritual connecting with spirit and the divine and like
1: <laughs> the spiritual gifts it's so uh-huh. interesting I'm so thankful for it I mean I, I, I felt like I spent I mean I've spent like the first probably three months of quarantine and like a sober psychedelic haze in a way yeah. I was just like I have, I don't like, I mean, the word awakening is so overused, but I just, I felt like I had like ten, ten 10 more awakenings. And yeah. I just was like, uh, so, so much became clear dimensions that I'd never understood or been able to feel before were felt. And I think, you know, for me, what it comes down to, I think is it? I'm not like a fan of his particularly anymore or following him, but yeah, Matt Kahn said something like, if your spiritual practice doesn't lead you to be a more compassionate person, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't believe in the doing it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe in the absolutes, but yeah. you know, for me getting my mind blown more means that I can be in the energy of someone who wants to annihilate me and I can find mm-hmm. some grace yes what okay
0: as a okay okay first of all <laughs> i understand exactly what you just said because i'm a whole ass queer thin, black person and yes <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i'm like i live in a city that is what 80 78 percent white oh <laughs> So when you say that, when you said that, I was like, oh, oh, for sure. Like you've had to do that your entire life. Right. Every day. Wow. That is so profound. And also like, how about it's so regular too? Like, yeah. How about grace is like regular? It is a spiritual phenomenon, but also it's like, you can have grace literally like, embedded in your very bones yeah be in the same space as somebody who wants to see you small Mm
1: -hmm. and breathless or gone (laughs) dead kicked out yeah out of their world Mm. non-existent all those words yeah and that's the alchemy of that blood into honey Mm -hmm. to me like that's the essence of that where you're not looking away you're not saying like I don't I don't see your hatred you know like you're just like I'm here Mm -hmm. I see it and I'm not going to participate in it Mm. and I think some I don't know exactly how to say this. I think the sovereignty has become a challenging word um, because I I think it's been misused in a lot of ways. Mm. I read something at the very beginning of quarantine. There was a man who'd been in, I think like self-isolation in prison for like 25 years. And he was talking about his experience and how no one has control over the dominion of your own mind right. so while these systems exist outside of us how we are internally how we are w- with ourselves can be a whole different story mm-hmm. and I know I'm saying that as a white woman and that's been my experience that I have a little bit more ease in doing that but I do I do I do feel like, we get to choose what we're running, you know, to a degree, what we're running internally.
0: Agreed. Agreed, I see it as a creative process.
1: Mm, Yeah. That's
0: that's how I've alchemized it for years. I've just been tossing this phrase around on my tongue for years since identifying as an artist, right? Like profound beauty is found in the very heart of tension. It is my great joy and my honor as a human to seek out that beauty and expose it, to expose the beauty that's in the middle of this tension I feel. So that means that, no, I don't get to run away and hide and pretend that things don't exist, things don't hurt, things don't harm, that intentions aren't ill. However, who am I on the other side of all of that? who do I get to be on the other side of like going through the tension instead of tiptoeing around it Mm -hmm. or demonizing the the tension that I feel and and making the tension my enemy. I feel neutral feelings toward the tension because it's neither uh, my enemy nor my friend. It just is It is like we are vibrating atoms and cells, literally like patterned into complex human form. We have beauty in our bodies. All of this life is held together in tension. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The breath is tension, right? And so just think about that and I'm like, there's nothing is <laughs> i have to be careful with this too but like because i know that i know how triggers work in my body with racism and, and political things and i'm like it can be really easy to get hijacked in the senses like mm. and that is that's a viable response to yeah. harm being done to the body <clears throat> and we are so creative Like, we are such creative beings. We have so much power in our bodies, in the tension, right? To shift, 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 shift. When I think about shape-shifting... I think about the powerful side of shape-shifting, not like changing myself to be good enough for somebody, but I think about like real, like shape-shifting. I think about shifting my my nerve templates, like yes, how my response templates, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, how am I responding to my culture? How is How am I deepening my breath in my body so that I can hold space and be capacious for all of the inevitable bullshit that is still <laughs> happening in the world, right? Yeah. 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 I am... Um, so I read something the other day where somebody posted something really political, politically cutting. And it said, this is how we have to be. And it was like the kind of content that makes your nerves like, Oh, tighten up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. Oh, I know.
0: And it was like, this is how we have to be. And I was like, I don't have to do shit. I can't, right. <laughs> I don't have to be like that. I don't want no. to, um, I am in control of my body and my responses and my mind. And I get to Co-create something that doesn't have to look
1: like that. Right. Yeah, more dogma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Under the guise of whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I when you're talking about, I love your artistry, I love your words and how you paint pictures, you know, with the, with the language that you use. And I like the powerful version of shape shifting, not to please, but to grow. Mm -hmm. to become more of who you are and to like slough off those layers. And I was just thinking about the idea of alchemy and the reaction. So if you are in a space, you know, energetically or in front of a person that is, that is, that is the tension, you know, whether it's an idea, thought, a person, an environment, an experience, but the way that what is it in a chemical reaction, both parties are changed mm-hmm. in the way that the contact with the tension is part of the, you know, I talk about peeling the layers a lot or the sloughing off, like the scrubbing off the static of conditioning and programming and how you reveal and reveal and become more of yourself as you free yourself from those binds and those programs. But there's something like uh, very visual that I'm seeing when we're, I'm thinking about alchemy and, the, and how that tension actually how it grows us how it helps us become more of who we are and how we get bigger we get you know shinier Mm. we get more truly powerful when we're able to be with opposition and tension without letting it hook us Mm -hmm. or without letting it siphon us Mm -hmm. or without letting it you know get us too wobbly for too long i love that it, you sharing that reminded me of some Brene
0: Brown vibes for sure the power of vulnerability the call to courage yeah. but also reminded me of the latin root word for vulnerable or vulnerability so oh. this idea of like letting yourself be seen, let, letting yourself be revealed to mm-hmm. attention or being revealed to another person or an idea and kind of that masculinized version of vulnerable, that masculinized translation has always been uh, vulnerare to wound or harm. Oh. That's literally what it means. But oh. there's also like another version of that where it can also mean to be shifted or changed. Mm. Right? I like that. So yeah. it's it's so funny how like, Over time, this word that actually means that I am being shifted, I'm being changed, I'm being like moved around a little bit Mm -hmm. has (laughs) turned into you're being wounded and harmed. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like, no, we are meant, we are like, we are meant to evolve as a humanity, as a people. And the more we come in contact with, that the the beauty of exposure, the beauty of being witnessed by others, the more opportunity we have for creative creativity, creative process, expansion, stretching the body. What we think is awakening is actually just like, well, maybe it is awakening, but it's also like so many other things, right? Like it's, This like, oh, the body just like expanded and grew like 10 million new cells. How about that? The soul, bo- think about the soul body yes. expanding and growing so much more space for complexity. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That feels so good.
1: <laughs> and I can feel it in my own body as you're talking about it. That's what this, that's what this time has mm. felt like for me, like being able to just stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch mm. and stretch. And yeah. I love that.
0: (laughs) I love that. Well, this has been a really beautiful conversation. I feel like there's so much more we could have talked about and so much more we could have covered. Is there any, are any other words still lingering in your spirit? Mm. Anything else you want to share with the
1: Brave School fam bam community? (laughs) You know, I just want to say that like, I really believe in us. I think that's just like important to reiterate. Like I believe in a, I believe in humanity.
0: Mm.
1: I really do. And it's a faith that feels easy to hold mm. because I, I believe in our hearts and our spirits. I believe in what we're capable of. I believe in what we're growing into. And I believe in the, in the possibility and the potential for, you know, I don't know how long this is all going to take for us to come back to each other but I know we will eventually. And I know that we're going to have to come back to the roots of learning how to be with other people in opposition and intention and being able to, to stay, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to stay Mm -hmm. and to open and stretch and like love a little bit more, even when it's someone that we really, really don't want to do that with. Mm -hmm. And I just I I trust in our ability to be able to do that with each other on an individual level and on an increasing level until we've got a world that we can inhabit that is going to be, it's going to work and be safe for everybody that lives here.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Just hearing you talk about that deep in my hope and humanity and how we can just keep leaning into our creative process. And I know I keep saying creative process. Like that's a word that's used a lot in the entrepreneurial community. Like how can I hack my process to be more effective and productive? (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about this really soft and buoyant place inside of us that just longs to be evolved and and like not to be evolved, but to evolve, to be allowed, to to evolve and yeah. expand. I'm talking about expansion, and I just, you're talking about expansion, and it's awesome. It's so cool that we're able to do this.
1: I believe in us, too. I, believe I mean, too. if you're here, we're going to be okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> like too. The fact that you exist makes me trust a little bit more.
0: Hmm. Ditto. Ditto.
1: So, it's, I'm good. If you're, yeah. on, if you're on planet Earth, I have increased faith
0: so so good yeah, yeah. So, so good, good. To be witnessed by each other so thank good. you thank you well, so much thank you for being here what are some ways that people can reach out to you if
1: they want to engage with you as a practitioner find your work so my website erintelford.com is the easiest um but instagram as always <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Telford underscore underscore, you can find me there.
0: Wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much, Erin. I appreciate
1: your time, your space, you. and your words. So good. Uh, it's an honor and pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. <laughs> Never at ease. I don't know a limit. Chasing a dream. I don't know what's sleeping. I got a queen. She let me to evening She broke like a peach. And she snapped me a snippet. Well overdue for that link of the. Page. Thought it was criteria she voted. Silhouette coverage are doing service. Pull up to the crib. I'm equipped with the best throat. Cut throat for the low
0: low when no love goes. When you put money like it's been there. Thank you so much for listening to the Brave School Podcast. You can find us on the internet at braveschool.co. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at braveschool.co and find me, your resident story doula at the story doula on Instagram. I'm so excited to serve you. Thank you for being here, friend.